Welcome to the Heart-Centered Therapist Podcast, the podcast created for you, the therapist who leads with your heart and loves serving your clients. I'm Cindy Gozanski, your host. I know that being a heart-centered therapist is immensely rewarding and powerful and intensely challenging and difficult. We're on this journey together. My mission is to help you continue loving your work as a therapist, surviving being a therapist, and feeling more connected as a therapist. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Heart-Centered Therapist podcast, coming to you live today with my wonderful guest, Tamara Howell. Tamara is the host of TheraBundle, and she's a UK-qualified psychotherapist with an online practice based near Paris, France. She creates courses, offers coaching programs for therapreneurs, and runs several Facebook communities. Tamara is all about collaborating, and she would much rather show off her friends' projects than her own, which is how TheraBundle was created. We're going to talk all about TheraBundle and some of her other projects. Tamara has helped thousands, and I mean literally thousands of people who have taken her courses. She's helped thousands of people find clarity, confidence, and a new way of looking at their businesses. So welcome, Tamara. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me. So I love starting out with my basic question, which is part of my mission of being heart-centered. And I love to know, what does being a heart-centered therapist mean to you? I love this question. You know, for me, when I think about this, there's several layers to this question. So my original answer is really that being heart-centered for me means engaging in the concept of radical empathy. And really what I mean by that is not just being empathic with our clients, but also with our colleagues and then then also with ourselves. So for me, being heart-centered is also about self-focus, which can sound selfish, But I think it's what approaches we bring into our work and how we look at people and how we interact in the world coming from this place of trust that when we take care of others, when we take care of ourselves, that that's kind of the same thing, you know, Mm -hmm. that if I take care of myself, then that's what's best for other people. When I take care of other people, that's what's best for me. Same. And the same goes the other way around. So uh, maybe that's like a little bit abstract as an answer, but those are the layers that I think about with that. I I love the layers and it is abstract. And I I think I really appreciate that because it does start with ourselves, right? We are giving and working from our heart and we have to know ourselves and be in that place. And so it's really, it's such a great lead into what you do and how you help therapists connect to themselves, to their businesses, to larger audiences and communities. And we know that TheraBundle is one of the ways, but how did you get started with just course creation in general? Well, I started my practice, I think about 12, 13 years ago now. And then I moved to um, France. I took a bit of time off and then I started a new practice and developed all these templates for reaching out to people. I would send people letters to introduce myself. So like other psychiatrists mm-hmm. to introduce myself. I think I sent out about 100, 120, something like that. But real letters in the post with my logo and everything embossed on a piece of paper and, you know, proper signing it and stuff. And when I did that, I remember sort of thinking, oh, I 
probably could save someone time if I just gave them this wording, you know? Yes. And someone helped me. There was a therapist who was here in France and she helped me. She sort of went through my list with me and she was like, yeah, definitely contact them, contact them. And I remember her being really helpful, really generous with me. She was not one of those people that was keep all their contacts in a Rolodex secretly. She was very generous. And, and then that made me that way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then when other people would come here, I would be like, oh, I've got to get you together with so-and-so and, you know, that kind of thing. And as I moved around, I lived in other countries and I would sort of go through all these various processes and keep hold of those templates and things. I did a big overhaul of my paperwork, I think probably about five, five years ago, six years ago. And then one of my colleagues asked me for the paperwork and he said, well, I'll pay you. You've obviously spent like hours and hours on this. And then I paid a lawyer because I saw, Mm -hmm. well, Americans do that all the time. And I thought, I want to have fancy paperwork as well. So I paid a lawyer in the UK. It's not really the done thing. And then, you know, colleagues started asking me, can I buy your paperwork? And Mm. so I set up a website because I thought I can't be bothered to do it manually all the time. They can just pay and download it. And then after that, people would be like, oh, could you, can you teach me how to do this? Or can we do, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, someone was like, how do I do online therapy? I'd already been doing it for 10 years. So I made a course on that. Right. And so that's sort of what's happened is that these opportunities have presented themselves. And then I've just made a way of sharing them. And that's mm-hmm. how I ended up with courses, really. Amazing. Just sort of following what's being asked for, I suppose. Right. And from your own experience and then connecting that with your own generosity, which is what I love. I really want to bring guests onto my podcast who are all about being generous because that's so heart-centered. And so with that, you really described like your experience starting from networking and referral marketing and helping therapists get that visibility. And so once you did that for yourself, you shared it with others and then going forward, right? With like international practice or online practice. And we will share definitely like your links in in the show notes, but you have so many offers like helping people with their psychology today profiles, creating so many different types of forms, the practice forms. I love that. This was useful to you. And then you put it out there. So really your courses came out of this utility for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe that makes the courses and the the templates and things less applicable generally, because they're all things that I use in my practice. So it's sort of like you kind of got to like my vibe and the way I work in order to be able to use them. And then I encourage people to edit and, and change things and you, to use your own voice. And I think mm-hmm. part of, part of um, learning who we are as therapists we learn by doing that, by editing templates and by, I sort of found my voice that way by writing my contract and creating my informed consent and things like that. I sort of found my style and my way of discussing boundaries and things like that. I have all these different offers and it can look a little bit like mayhem because I don't just have one great big, you know, one great big offer. But I also think sometimes it's nice just to be able to pick and choose what you need help with. I like this. I like the idea of identifying the gap and then learning the skill that goes in the gap as opposed Mm -hmm. to committing to sort of, you know, never ending learning of things that you don't really need. I suppose that's how I've ended up with so many bits and pieces out there. Yes. Identifying the gap and learning the skill. That is really cool. And also I think anybody who knows you, Tamara, and and you have such a great 
presence in social media on Facebook. And so we've gotten to know you a little bit and follow travels and conferences you do and things like that and get a little bit of a sense of your personality or I know you love nature. So, you know, I know that about you. And then I also know that you get like so many ideas and inspirations and, you know, so somebody who knows was like, oh, she might get another idea and make a course about it. Right. I mean, that does, that does happen. I maybe have a bit of a reputation for having more ideas than I actually have, because sometimes I don't have ideas for a really long time. But when I get them, I get lots and lots of them. And then my poor team, I do feel bad for them sometimes, because then I'm like, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And then, oh, yo, 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 you know, what are we going to do with her? Yeah, I mean, I do get a lot of ideas. And do you know what's really interesting is that I love that we're connected on social media. But, you know, I don't actually really have any public social media. Mm. Like, I don't have a podcast. I don't have a YouTube. I'm not on TikTok. So right. people kind of have to be connected with me a bit in order to know this stuff. You've got to be on my Facebook profile, you know? Mm -hmm. You've yeah. got to be connected with me already on LinkedIn. And so it's really interesting because I don't think of myself on social media, but it is true that my network is very much online. And I love that we can learn those things about each other and we can get yeah. to end, I mean, uh, endless photos of parks in France that mm -hmm. I put on my profile. And sometimes I wonder about things like that. Do I really want to share this? And then I just sort of think, well, someone's got to see this tree. Mm -hmm. Someone's got to share that moment with me. <laughs> It's again, it's part of the generosity and we appreciate that. And it has actually taken a long time for me to get you on this podcast. And I know for other hosts as well, because for a while you weren't doing them and yet we all wanted you to come and share your knowledge and expertise with us. So it's really great. Thank and in you. fact, I'm historically a bit allergic to podcasts because I'm afraid about the internet being forever. And, and I have been on podcasts before and said really silly things. And, and I've shared about policies that I've had in my practice. And then, you know, a year later, completely changed and com mm. completely changed my philosophy on it. And then I'm like, oh, that podcast is there forever. And so it's true that I avoid things like this. But as soon as I started working on Therabundle this year, I knew this is a reason. This is okay. This I'm totally happy going and shouting about from every single rooftop because I get to talk about 92 other people. Let's do it. Therabundle is about 92 other people and it's an amazing, it's amazing offer. So tell us what is Therabundle? Some people have heard of it, but this year, what is Therabundle? Therabundle this year, 2023, is a collection of 93 courses, masterclasses, and templates, downloads created for therapists and helping professionals with a collective value of eight thousand. $8,600. And we're going to sell it all together collectively for one week only for $100. So that means that people buy for $100, essentially an all access pass to as many of those courses as they'd like to sign up for. It can be five, can be 65, can be 90, as many as people would like to sign up for. And they get a month to sign up for those. And mm -hmm. then they keep them you know, to do in their own time. They're all self-study. So there's no live requirements. It's basically for people who want to learn various different skills, whether it's personal development, clinical skills, business administration, marketing. We've got a lot of amazing, amazing topics in there this year. 
And they're all really next level. I had a quality checklist that everyone has been through this year. And so, you know, everyone's worked on it so hard. And just even from a business perspective, like everyone has really up-leveled the way that they do their checkouts and their business and how they take care of people. And it's, I'm so excited about it. It sounds, it sounds amazing. And so just to be clear, right. We're going to have a link to TheraBundle so that you can also, so that any of my listeners or people watching can definitely sign up for TheraBundle or get on the wait list. It's $100 and you get access to any of these or all of these 90 con- contributions by therapists yeah. and other professionals in the field. Mm-hmm. And when I think about, especially therapists, we are so busy and we know we need support in all of these different realms in our lives. And it's really hard to get them. It's hard to access them. And it's also hard to ask for help because that's part of who we are as helpers. It's hard for us to receive. And so what I love that you have created here is the resource that offers this accessibility that gives us a chance to look at all of these different realms in our our personal and professional lives. I did a little bit of homework here. And so the categories are business and administration, marketing and websites, professional and personal development, inclusivity, and alternative income streams. Mm -hmm. So let's like share a little about really, what does this mean? What are examples of courses or downloads that therapists might get? It's so interesting because when I wrote that on the website about those different categories, I haven't asked people to categorize themselves this year because I really felt like putting people in categories last year, it felt a bit limiting, you know, Mm -hmm. but I do want people to know what themes and topics we encouraged. And what I really focused on this year was creating a bundle that was for therapists at various different stages of their career. So I did write about those various categories, Mm -hmm. but when I was writing about them, I was also thinking about making sure there's enough resources for people who are starting a private practice, making sure that there are resources for people who've got a full practice, but really want to work on their profitability and sustainability, talking to therapists who want to expand into multiple income streams and maybe even think about retirement Mm -hmm. and also to also create enough resources so that not only could people who are volunteering, learning, working in agencies, working for charities also benefit from it, but also if we got some if we got some other kinds of therapists, physical therapists, if we got some coaches, if we got some stragglers from the online business world, that there would also be enough resources in there to serve them. Some of the the resources in there are really specifically for therapists and to help us augment our clinical skills. So there are a few people that talk very specifically about psychological practice or psychotherapy practice. And then there are some where they're just like really, really interesting concepts. We've got Emily, who talks about bibliotherapy, which I think is a really interesting, really interesting topic for therapists, but it's also interesting for everyone, you know? Right. My sister loves books. I bet she'd be really into that course. She's not a therapist. We've got lots of really complementary courses. We've got people talking about different kinds of marketing. Gulch is talking about YouTube. And we've also got Amber Lida talking about different kinds of income streams. She's done this amazing, amazing resource with loads of different ideas for people who get stuck. I mean, there's so 
so many. Avril has shared with us her course about decolonizing psychological practice. And Meira has given us, Meira Greenfeld has given us a course about decolonizing self-care. So there's something wow. for your business that's mm-hmm. all about inclusivity, but there's also something for your self-care and taking care of yourself. And that's how we've tried to build the bundle is like taking care of the therapist, taking care of the business and taking care of the future and the plans. That's that's so thorough and comprehensive. And I love that you've looked at every stage of development for a therapist right throughout their career, because that's really important. And we need this these types of resources and support and help at every stage. doesn't matter at what stage, right? There's still growth potential. And I think we as therapists, especially heart-centered therapists, right? We love learning and growing and becoming better versions of ourselves so we can serve others better. And so whether it's by creating a better website so that you're going to reach your ideal client and really have an impact, how great is that? Absolutely. Amazing, amazing website resources in there. I I mean, I love that you mentioned that because I forgot to say anything about it, but writing a website is writing my website also really helped me develop my identity as a practitioner. Mm -hmm. And I love that idea of heart centered and how it aligns with our values and helps us to express that. So Ariana Smith has shared about writing a website. We've got Anna Walker in there. We've got Danby Shin, who's talking about Mm -hmm. making globally inclusive websites as well. I'm so thrilled to have her in there. She was like one of my, you know, star pitches that I was really excited to have in. I was so happy she said yes. And so, you know, there's so much stuff in there. Even though I've made my website, I'm still going to have a look at those resources because I know there's always more to learn about myself, my identity as a practitioner and how much more I can do to help people connect with me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and Tamara, this really highlights to a value of yours that you've shared with me and you've shared with your groups about rejecting competition and embracing collaboration. And here you are shouting out praises for all of your con- contributors. And it really is an example of collaboration. And yet it's Western culture. We're about competition. We, we come up competing and in sports and school and all of these things. And it's hard to make that shift to collaboration. So share a little about how you embrace this it seems so easily. I'm naturally a very competitive person, you know, mm-hmm. and it does not serve me. And I have discovered that in many, many different situations, mm-hmm. in many different ways. And, you know, my family, they tease me about being so like competitive because I'm really like brutal about it. It's there's something for me about like, it's very hard to lose. It's very mm-hmm. hard to, it's very, the idea of losing is a, it's sort of a little bit like rejection or being misunderstood or not being able to share, not being able to share my skill or something like that. And so it doesn't really, it just doesn't really serve me that concept. I've never seen it serve me, like wanting to win, wanting to be better. And what has served me has been those moments where someone's been incredibly generous with me, where someone has shared work that they have done like with me, whether it's been for free or whether I've paid for it. Those things have really served me. And so there's a bit of me that, first of all, I like to collaborate because it's easier to advertise other people than ourselves. It's hard to sell what we do, right? Right. So it's easier to talk about what other people do. But there's also this really deeply held belief that we are stronger together. 
we can help more people together. And when I think about Therabundle last year, there were lots of things that we learned from Therabundle last year and lots of things I think we've improved. But you can't get away from the fact that over a thousand people bought the bundle and potentially have learned from those 46 contributors. And they may not have come across those contributors or had that opportunity Mm -hmm. without that. And lots of those people have become contributors, the buyers. And so there's this sort of never ending cycle of um, support and creativity and creation. And I know I sound very effusive and I sound very romantic about it all, but it's really like, how, how many people do we want to help? You know, yeah. if I have loads and loads of clients, I'm going to burn out. But if a group of us get together and we collectively support each other, we can do that potentially without burning out. That sounds much more sustainable to me. So much more sustainable, fulfilling, and that's key, especially for people in the helping professions, right? That we're so at risk of burnout at every step. And I I really thank you for sharing so vulnerably about your own kind of self-leaning toward being competitive. And I would say I'm kind of that way too. And what what I've found, and I, I like to be very collaborative. And of course, having a podcast lets me be very collaborative and highlight other people, which I love to do and share what the wonderful things that they're doing. But I've also found I have to find a little way to nurture the competitive side. So it might be like this summer, I said, oh, eight weeks, I'm going to sign up for a road race because I haven't raised since the pandemic. And I thought, well, that would give me a little bit of my competitive identity or spirit Mm. without, you know, hurting anybody else. Do you know what I mean? So something very individual. I don't know. That's not really related. I love that. I love (laughs) that. I was thinking like, what's my equivalent? I think it's, you know, when people... I don't know when it when someone's like, oh, you've gone above and beyond for this thing. I think that really fuels the same part, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's sort of it never makes me think, oh, I should do less. It always makes me think, oh, OK, it's really important to do that. <laughs> I think that's a sort of it's a similar part where I don't know. It's it's nice to sort of be acknowledged or appreciated, obviously. But I, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm going to have to go away and have a think about that. What are the ways, what are the ways of nurturing that a little bit so it's not just squashed, you know? Right. We don't want to completely throw it out, but yes, it's a hard balance. And yet again, this is our interview today is such a great example because I was a TheraBundle contributor last year and I contributed a course on couples counseling. So, you know, but I wasn't participating this year because I'm super busy doing all these other things. And you have such a high quality, like you said, the quality control. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not what I'm going to do, but I am going to celebrate it and share about it because I believe in this product that you're offering and the amazing opportunity for both the therapists and the contributors. What do you see as the benefit for the contributors? Because that's really interesting too, from a business standpoint absolutely so the benefits for contributors are like we get to work together and I think last year it was such a great example it was very very collaborative and even when we had little you know like little sort of snippets of feeling a bit competitive people worked through that and I loved that so much people were promoting each other 
And I, my goal is for contributors to earn as much as possible. So the contributors are, they use an affiliate link. So they get individual links. And when they promote the bundle, anyone who joins the waitlist or purchases, whoever purchases the bundle from their link, they get a percentage of the commission. So sponsors get 65%, affiliates get 30% and contributors get 50%. They're in the middle. Amazing. And the rest of the money is you used for the I mean you know to pay the team and to run the bundle and do all the back end and all of that kind of stuff so there's a potential to earn money not everybody does because some people are very new and they don't have very many people to promote to so for those people it's a chance to be part of the collaborative event and then potentially grow their email list and their audience with people who are interested in their product so we know that using ads or paying for what we call leads sometimes in online business or email addresses, when we advertise for that, that can end up costing a lot of money. So this is a way of quickly building a list, quickly building an audience that you can then nurture and potentially sell future offers to. And you might get to meet people that you wouldn't otherwise meet because we cross-pollinate our audiences. So our collective audience this year is some of it's going to be crossover because some of us share audiences, obviously, as therapeneurs. But I mean, it's something like over 300,000 people are going to hear about this in some way or form. And that's so, you know, that's so much potential for supporting people. So yeah. those are the main benefits is the collaboration, the building of the email list and potential revenue. There are other benefits, but they're mostly sort of byproducts and accidental. So there will be people that meet a contributor and they become friends. That's happened mm -hmm. from last year. My mastermind was created out of contributors that wanted yes. me to create one. So there's lots of other, there have been other collaborations that I've seen between contributors and podcasts and, you know, people get ideas and and things like that so there's loads mm -hmm. of other benefits as well but there's they're like accidental right. happy moments do you know what I mean right. all of these connections it's so important and to my listeners out there what you're really hearing Tamara describe is like heart-centered entrepreneurship heart-centered leadership and that's the model look how generous her model is in terms of you know affiliate and sponsor and con contributor revenue that's amazing so i just i really want to underscore that it's beautiful it's a beautiful model and thank you for for doing that especially in this in this profession it's really amazing yeah so much and so for me it's like a total easy yes to do something mm -hmm. like this for ther therapists who often don't have the resources to pay thousands of dollars for courses but right. do have the desire to learn more constantly because that's what we are we always want to learn more as therapists oh so many questions but here's here's something that i think is is really helpful for people who are listening what are some success stories of a therapist who bought a bundle in the past I'm so grateful that I have my coaching groups because I hear from people all the time about, oh, I did this course that was in TheraBundle last year and I learned this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone said to me something the other day about, I need to buy a course on, I can't remember what it was. I need to buy a course on, I need to buy a course on working with children in a neurodivergent affirming way. Can you just give me a hint if there's one in the bundle? <laughs> so that and I don't was. go and buy a course 
yeah and there is one this year so I was like yeah just wait two weeks and then buy it in the bu- <laughs> buy it in the bundle and so I've got to hear loads of those things from mm-hmm. people where they've learned something specifically but I've also got to hear about lots of um, therapists who've become course creators themselves so mm-hmm. people who have been inspired by Therabundle and now are in Therabundle and we this year this is a bit different to last year but this year I paid one of my VAs to do the tech setup for quite a few people who didn't really know how to do that, but they really wanted to be in the bundle and they had amazing mm-hmm. offers, but they just didn't really know how to get the last bits tidied up. Mm-hmm. So there's also that kind of opportunity that's come out of that from last year. I think lots of people have collaborated. And so then there's this other kind of organic part where people become part of a mastermind or seek out coaching or make these other connections. And then that just boosts their personal and professional growth. Absolutely. I think there's been like loads of amazing kind of little, and I see them around, you know, like I see little things happening all over the internet and it's really fun. It's really fun to see that. Well, this, for me, this highlights that need for community and networking and that therapists are so even with social media, we're still hungry for that, for finding people who are like us, who get us, who work in a similar way, or who can help us, you know, get to that next level that we aspire. Share a little about cultivating connection from your experience. Yes. I started coaching groups a couple of years ago. So I did this course called Learn to Love Online Therapy. And then when that was finished, there was a therapist who was in there. She's amazing. She uses fairy tales in her practice. And so she wanted to do a workshop offering teaching about how to use fairy tales in your work. And then she was like, well, I want to continue doing some coaching, but can I split it with a few people? And so we found a few people. And so they split it. And we that was the first practice pod. The first coaching group was created. I can't remember what we called it. I think Beyond Practice, I think we called it. And it was really lovely. And then I started another one. And then I started another one. And then I don't do memberships or mm-hmm. never-ending offers. So in December every year, I reassess everything. I plan my year. And then I make... I sort of create new offers. And so this year I've had two practice pods and one mastermind. Mm -hmm. What I love about my practice pods is that first of all, been pretty consistent for three years. So you all know each other really well. Mm -hmm. It's sort of all moving really, you know, kind of very similar vibes, similar direction. And it's really very holding. The second one's very, very international. Got someone in Spain, got someone in Greece, someone in uh, Switzerland, And so that's really fun as well to connect people from different places. And then the mastermind is mostly people from not all, but mostly people who are in Therabundle and therapreneurs. And at that stage Mm -hmm. of career where they want to create things, create groups and and memberships and things like that. And it's really very different offers in there. So it's not me teaching a course, but it's all of us giving our experience I just really like the vibe of those things. I mean, you know, by December, I'll have to rethink my year for next year and change my offers. So they're not You're busy the next couple of weeks with this launch. Yeah, exactly. So everything is, you know, everything's about Therabundle now. And then I really think I plan my year and every year I've got a different, I've got a different priority. So my priority last year was making sure that I was going to be available certain times of the week based on my family 
limiting clinical practice and making sure I had enough time for coaching to support therapists. And next year, you know, I have to sort of do my review, my coaching review of what do I want to do next year? Do I want to spend more time doing live calls or do I want to do spend more time writing or creating courses or you know, so so that's the the coaching groups and and what comes out of it. But I I do think I like to review every once in a while, and I think it's good for people who participate in groups to do that as well, yeah. so that we don't just stay in the same place forever. Basically, exactly, exactly. That's beautiful, and I, I love that about the vibe. And you can just imagine if you were in one of those communities, those groups, getting coaching and being with this small group so intimately for three years. How amazing is that? That's really, really powerful and holding, like you said. Um, yeah. And and I love that you still do clinical work as well as coaching and therapreneur, entrepreneur work. And so you still have all of these aspects that other people um, want to know about. I just really love the clients that I work with. And I actually was saying the other day to someone, like, maybe I'll do one less group, one fewer group next year, and I'll take on some more clients because, you know, I'd like to, I just really, really love the people that I work with. And I love that part. I love that part of it. And and I think that our rhythm changes. Sometimes I want to do more clinical work. That's how I feel right now. And sometimes I want to do more online business learning. And sometimes I want to do more creative making graphics and things like that mm-hmm. or building a website. I mean, at the moment, I haven't really made any changes to any website apart from Therabundle for about a year. But there are some periods of time where I make changes every day, you know? Mm-hmm. So I go through phases and I think a lot of us are like that. We like um, a range of things. Right. Yes. And sometimes it's seasonal too, you know, maybe in the winter, we might want to take on a few more clients because we can see ourselves just kind of nesting and doing the clinical work. And then we get inspired and the days are longer in the summer. We can add in some content creation and all of those things. So it's okay to listen to whatever that, that natural rhythm is for you. Yeah. Yes. And I think if we review that like regularly, I like to think about my schedule in two week blocks. And then I plan really quarter to quarter. And then at the end of the year, I think, okay, what's my kind of theme for next year? So I've got a sort of review. And I really think about September as, I mean, a lot of us are like this because of school, but generally I think about September as a kind of time of renewal. And so I often I often start making plans for the next year around September. Mm. And I kind of think of this, like Therabundle's in October. I kind of think of it as like the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's, it's the project that will propel me for the year as opposed to coming up to the end of the year. Yes, that's great. I like that. And that's really nice advice for people to think about exploring that way. Mm. So Tamara, you have had so much success as a course creator, as a therapist, as a therapreneur, and you really, you have a vast reach in the therapy world. What do you think is, I know you don't like to talk about yourself, but what do you think is a key factor behind your success? Because when you say you've had so much success, I sort of think, what's the measure of success? You know, what is our measure of success? Because I would never, I don't think I would ever sort of 
if someone said, oh, what do you do? I would never describe myself as like, I'm a successful course creator. Right. I would never be but like, how would you measure success? Yeah, exactly. How do you, how do you measure success? I tell you what, I've got, I've got an email folder and it's just marked encouragement. And occasionally I'll get a really lovely email from someone who tells me something personal or tells me something meaningful. And I just pop it in that folder and I also get other kinds of emails that I don't like often and but they don't go and they just go in completed folder <laughs> but but that encouragement that encouragement folder I think that's kind of I don't know about the word success even but measure of a success that stays with me there are some emails in there that that they really stay with me where something I wrote or something I said actually made kind of an impact on someone's business or their day or something, whatever it was. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there were a lot of things that I learned from from Therabundle last year that have impacted and changed Therabundle this year. And also our process. I've also got more people helping me. I had loads of help from contributors, connecting with other contributors, for example, and just being more open about the business process. So I think that's also something... That maybe it's something I look for when I work with people anyway, is I I like to see that they are open to learning. Right. And that transparency too about their process. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. Would would you give any specific advice to someone who is a therapist and wants to create a course or expands their, their impact? So many ideas just came into my head at exactly the same time. That's great. I think... I think what's important to remember is that everybody has something valuable to share, right? Mm. And what we share, we do inside our therapy space, or we can do it as a course, as a download, we can do it as a podcast, that they're just methods of delivery. And I think that when we remember, it's just a method of delivery, you're already delivering that actually, but it's just thinking about putting it into a different method of delivery. For me, that takes the pressure off because it's not like, I have to create something out of nothing. It's what I already know and it's what I'm already doing and I'm just putting it into a different format. And everybody can learn different formats. You can hire someone to put it in a particular format. You can hire a podcast editor. You can hire a course creator. You can even hire a course designer who literally like plans all the modules and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can hire a tech person to help you with that. And you can learn all those skills on your own. Some of those skills you can even learn with courses from Therabundle. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's gold. That's gold. Tomorrow, what you just said, that we can take the pressure off because we all have something of value that we can deliver. And that's really- Yeah, we're we're actually, most of us already delivering it. We're just talking about delivering it in a different way. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I just really want to thank you for spending all of this time in a short window when you're about to launch Therabundle. Tell us again when it comes out. And I'm so grateful for all you're doing to help therapists really blossom in their work, both clinically and personally and professionally and in all of the ways. And it really comes through. So thank you for what you're doing for us and inspiring, inspiring so many of us. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you have a podcast. I have always thought you should have a podcast. Aww, I can't remember if I said so that sweet. to you, but I, I am so happy that you have a podcast. It's Thank really you. good. 
and Sarah Bundle and hopefully I'll get you into the next one okay I'm gonna give you like a big heads up so that you can plan it (laughs) right I'm a year ahead Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'll release the dates shortly. But Thera Bundle this year is available for $100 from the 24th until the 31st of October. And you can remember that easily because it will turn into a pumpkin at the stroke of midnight Pacific (laughs) on Halloween. And so that is the last time it will be available in this format. That's great. We will have a link to it. You'll be able to get the link to Therabundle. It's therabundle.com, but we'll have links to that and all of Tamara's other offerings so that you can check that out. And she has a huge page of freebies, so it's all there. But can't wait for you to see what is coming with this Therabundle 2023. Yeah, Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I invite you to subscribe and leave a rating or review. It really helps other people find this podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and resources mentioned. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.